following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. None of this shit matters. Kanye West don't matter. Kyrie Irving don't matter. You know what does matter? The fact that the Republicans are about to sweep this midterm election and things like Roe v. Wade have already been taken away. Voter rights have been more restricted this year than ever before. And you think by electing some more Republicans and they're going to get even more restricted. Please, you might as well go say that college dropout album is going to come back out in 2024 and Kanye West going to start hitting you with some hot fire tracks again. The shit ain't never happening again. The shit's gone. It's over with. Through the wire is never going to happen again. Jesus walks, never going to fucking happen again. Kanye West wearing some clothes that look like they make sense. Never going to fucking happen again. It's not going to happen. Kyrie Irving showing up to work on time, all the time. Never going to happen. That nigga love not coming to work. everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG the five minute warning what's going on everybody out there in the world of the internet how are we doing today? Welcome to another another brand new episode of Five Minute Warning. Of course, it is your boy Ruben sitting here in the same chair always with a blurred screen, letting you know you can't see my house. They've and already seen your house. I know. That's why I don't want nobody to see it no more. And I've changed it. <laughs> I've changed it. You can't see it. But always with me is my man AG. How you doing today, bro? I am tired, bro. Let me tell you something about manufacturing. Manufacturing is fun for me because it's all this stuff that's working together. It's a magic trick. What's up, Moby? What's going on? But I'm going to tell you something. Uh, it has some trifling, trifling, trifling machines. Okay? And my job really is to manage failure. Every day I go to work, I understand that I am going to fail at a high percentage. My job is to manage expectations and manage failure. I just want to put that out there. Some some manufacturers are, are good. And I come from a, a, a pedigree of championship manufacturers. I used to work for Ford Motor Company. That's how you get things done. And then sometimes you go someplace that's dark. It's just so bad. Sam, yeah, I'm tired today, man. I couldn't wait I to mean, get out of there. Couldn't wait. Yeah, but think about it this way, you know. A lot of people in their jobs, you, you manage machines to not fail. Some other people manage people who it's fail worse. worse. Because we have those too. Yeah. But anyway. So, I get you. I do like the people there. I do. But sometimes, man, I just look around and go, how in the world did we get the first bag of tea out of here? <laughs> Do the machines have names, like actual names? If I gave machines names, some of them be Swade Simpson, some of them be Trifling, some of them be like Ratchet, 
some of them be like broke down. Some of them be like always broke, begging. Who else would it be? Jeez. Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie! No, nah, that's a five. <laughs> yeah. We had some stuff blow up. Did you know that tea dust in, under pressure can blow up? Wow. Yeah. Not having that in my house anymore. Thanks. Well, just saying. Anyway, oh, my man. rant is over. <laughs> <laughs> did oh Dre from VA, did you get your McRib? No, I was scared. Because it's not a real sandwich. <laughs> my no, wife, I think my he's wife asking Black Morticia Adams about that. Say what now? I think he's asking Black Morticia Adams about the McRib. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't I didn't read the whole thing. I just <laughs> I just saw did you get your McRib? Oh, uh, but, but she did get it. And she wasn't impressed. You know, it's, it's, it's trash. Not, you know what? When I was when I was like 15, it was impressive to me. In fact, I think I had it earlier than that. It's been around for decades. When I had it with a, with a kid, when I was a kid, like like one time McDonald's brought back the uh, the Shamrock Shake, and I was like, I I wanted one of these. What in the world was I thinking? I mean, you lost your damn mind. But it was so good. Every March, bro. Every March, I made my mom drive me to McDonald's. I promise you, I did. I worked her nerves so bad. I was almost an orphan a couple times. She almost dropped me off there and left. I'm telling you, man, I had to have it. Like Pookie. I I will simply repeat what I said last week. That shit is nasty. (laughs) It's a vanilla shake with green dye. No, both of them are nasty. That and the damn McRib. Both of them are nasty. I agree with both. I'm not a food connoisseur. I just I'm just a food whore, bro. Hey man, and, and you're this. right. Two two out of three members of this show adamantly opposed the McRib. <laughs> so AG last week when you was saying it was the official um, sandwich, f you and f the McRib. Wow. Mobis <laughs> 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 just told me to go fuck myself because I wanted the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I'm a white guy now. This time, <laughs> had two black men to come and go fuck myself for no reason. Whoa, Whoa. I didn't tell you to go fuck oh, myself. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, the, no Mc, the McRib is plenty of reason. Oh, uh, oh wow. <laughs> you know what? The McRib is plenty of reason. You know what? I feel defiant now. I'm going to go to McDonald's after this is over. Go I ahead. Mean, go ahead. You do that shit on your own time. I'm. I, wow. He said do it on my own time. <laughs> <laughs> and now my wife backs y'all up. I mean, you love like the McRib because she's got good sense. What he said, you got good sense, <laughs> dude. She sent me an article and it scared the crap out of me for real. I mean, on the real, it's like number one, I feel like it's a kid's thing because, like I said, I don't feel that. I mean, I had one last time they brought it back, I guess a couple of years ago. I had one and I sat there and I'm like, I didn't necessarily get through it, but it's like this is terrible, and I'm like. Do you feel like sometimes McDonald's gimmicky stuff is for kids or like maybe preteen or something like that? No, like that's shit for their you. Food, I feel like most of their food is for kids, to be honest. I mean, the McRib ain't for a child. No, but what you're not listening to what I'm saying. When I was a kid, I couldn't stop eating them because I guess there was some sort of excitement. As an adult, it's like, this is not good food. I mean, okay. when I say good food, I mean, it doesn't even taste good. It's okay. I think I washed it down with some fries and the orange drink, but it wasn't like the 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 
the emotion I felt when I was a kid was not the same emotion I feel today. Well, my, uh, well Lauren said it's the, it's, the, it's the nostalgia is what I was looking for, and I got my feelings hurt because it was. It's almost like going back to your ex girlfriend. It's like that's why I left that half of the start with. Same thing. I used to like you, but now I've outgrown you and everything that you're about. And yeah, you're kind of a hoe, so you know. Wow. <laughs> I know Moby didn't say wow. Really, bro? Some of the stuff wow. you say, you just told me to go fuck myself because of a big rib, bro. Yeah, you and know, now it's wow. Know I, I don't know if I've ever referred to any of my exes as a hoe. Well, we haven't dated the same people, so you'll have to forgive me. I mean, me for yo, that. you know what? That is an absolute fact. Yes. I mean, so we just, so you just compared the McRib to being a hoe. And once in a while, it's good to go back for a little bit, but then you realize you shouldn't have been there. No, it's not good to go back at all. That's what I'm trying to tell but, you. But I mean, I mean, back. look, look, Ruben, to be fair, I feel like the McRib and the hoe comparison is pretty fair. <laughs> I mean, just, just, just based on what we know about the differences between a bitch and a hoe, the McRib is clearly a hoe. Exactly. Because a hoe fucks everybody. <laughs> you're not wrong there buddy and that shit's still nasty exactly mm. so like I said uh, man I just, that's the question that's the, like the, the the 4 minute and 59 second question is McDonald's food really for kids is it, is it a nostalgia thing when you grow up well it depends because now they have adult happy meals which are like well that lets me know that it's food for yeah. kids then Right there. Because I about to say that they're trying to keep that nostalgia. I mean, it's working for a whole bunch of dumbass people out there. But hey, whatever. Black you Morticia know, Adams, multi- I'll give it one more try when someone pays for it. Man, well, the fact that you gave it one try. Yeah, you might want to go back to the biscuits. You. Go back to the church's biscuits because it's, it's awful. <laughs> oh, God, it's just. Oh, that shit's nasty. Anyway, I didn't mean to hijack the show. I just wanted to say. Nah, nah. You fine. No, we're I talking mean, about the important issues right here. Yeah. <laughs> Real. Uh, and it won't we hit, be. We oh. hit them hard hitting issues. Oh, you know what? Right now, now I'm going to do my Ruben right now. I feel attacked. Don't come I mean, for me. You should. <laughs> You were definitely I, attacked. Without I, was, I wasn't attacking you. And, and to, in many ways, I was pitying you for forever once thinking the McRib was something of value. Isn't that worse? Well, I mean, the Big Mac will always win. It doesn't mean it's real. But I promise you, dipping in a, a big thing of ketchup is... I don't. Why don't they put ketchup on the, in the Big Mac? Why? Because it, it has Thousand Island sauce. They're too busy advertising that special sauce. It's Thousand yeah. Island. Yeah, but still, man. That, probably, that shit probably tastes nasty together. Actually, I love it. Okay, but for everybody else, that shit probably tastes nasty. I like how Ruben just moved on. It's just like a, it's just like a you know, passive aggressive way of saying you're awful. I mean, <laughs> look, man, my 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 thought process on this is they test all this food out with a whole bunch of people. If a lot of people like ketchup on the on the Big Mac, they would have they would have put that shit on it. True, but they didn't, so they didn't. True. Because what they're not going to do is put a whole bunch of food out here that people ain't going to like. True. Other than the damn McRib. But apparently, there are parts of us in this in this world that think that shit's good. So they, that's why they put it out for once a year. Because it probably takes them five months just to make the shit. So 
the processing. You, you know, the funny Snapchat. thing is the level of hate on this show for McDonald's is pretty high. No, no. It's the level of hate for that damn McRib. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll come out and say fuck McDonald's if you won't. <laughs> There's nothing, I mean, and the funny thing is nothing they make is good for you. Some of it is not even good to you. And, and they had the nerve to discontinue the salads. I'm like, yeah. But then you think because, about it, who to go? Who goes to McDonald's looking for a salad? To start with look, except, man, except my there, beautiful wife. She will. There's nothing healthy at McDonald's. And then when you go to Wendy's, they do have salads. Them shits are eight dollars. But Wendy's got real food, bro. Yeah, but eight dollars for a salad, real food, bro. Hey, real but their salads actually be hitting though. But no, I agree with you. They shouldn't be. You, that little ass salad they give me shit yeah, costs more that, than the fucking quadruple stack that I can well, get. Well, yeah. see, they, they're charging you because you're too lazy to go to the grocery store and do it yourself. That's I mean, what, that's what it's all about. I can get a whole biggie. No, they're charging $5. me more. They're charging me more because it's perishable, and perishable yes. means it's real. Yeah. Everything else can last for fucking centuries in in that store, but. <laughs> <laughs> King Tut had him a, had him a McRib. It's his hundredth anniversary. It's just saying, man. The fact it's that it's the McRib's hundredth anniversary. Yeah, because King Tut had one. So, had so, they buried so it with they, him. It's still fresh so, too. You microwave. So they've it. been making pressed random meat sandwiches for a hundred years. Yes, in the, in the call, company and, call, and calling it the McRib. Yes, in the company that Chevy I, Chase I works for on Christmas right. Vacation was the one that made the preservatives to make that true. That's just saying. Hey, wasn't that cool what I did? That was cool, wasn't it? That wasn't cool? No one said anything. Apparently, it wasn't cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that it's not cool, man. Typically, the rules rules of cool are if you got to ask. It ain't. It ain't funny. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought it'd be funny. I ain't asking any of y'all. Y'all just didn't say nothing. I mean, silence is (laughs) golden. Exactly. Wow, Woo. we've given McDonald's twelve minutes of our time. Well, we actually, one actually, one more thing. I went to uh, uh, Dre from VA. Say so he went to Five Guys and he spent thirty six dollars. I do have to put that out there, people. When you go to Five Guys, make sure that you bring your Sizzler money. That place is not cheap. I don't care what you get, you're going to spend more than fifteen dollars. Just saying. Look, man. Only thing free in that place is the peanuts. Look, man. I, I get it. So here's here's this is what I'm gonna say. And I get it. Yo, five guys is good like twice a year. <laughs> just because you can you can eat that shit and die literally <laughs> in the same hour. But they make real but, food, man. But here's the thing, man. It is much cheaper to go to the damn grocery store and make your house burger yourself. But it's much cheaper to go to the grocery store for everything we've talked about on this show ever. Yeah, man, but I mean look, man, if there's any restaurant that, that should have, you know, a Grim Reaper on their damn logo, it would be Five Guys. How do you figure? Yo, that's just, yo, as good as, hey man, the better it tastes, the more death it is. <laughs> I mean, the, come wait on, a minute, bro. Wait a minute. The better it tastes, the more death it is? Oh, come on, man. Let's be real. Dude, if, yes. if somebody yes, gave me a choice burgers. between Five Guys and McDonald's, I'm Five Guys all day long, and I'll live 20 years longer. That's real food. The burgers are real, and what yes, they may cut. Real? They, and they, what? The meat is real. Yes. Yeah, the, the meat is real. Correct. However, in the fries are all that shit's real, but they fry that shit, and God knows they let you see the big vats of oil. 
that they fry this shit in. So McDonald's doesn't use any oil. I just say that, but I'm just saying, look, do you think they use that cheap ass shit? No, they use some shit that's damn near near, near lard to Whoa, cook them fries, the man. Never mind. Okay. No, it's good, but that shit's unhealthy as f. Hey, hey, Ruben, all of it statist- is. Ruben. Statistically speaking, all that shit'll kill you. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. So I'm like, why are you? Why are you doing anyway? Hey, I'm not gonna pay a lot of food for a lot of money for my death if I don't have to. Okay, Ruben, you win. Just say it. You win, Ruben. You you eat like a kid. I do. I mean, I do. You, I mean, you pr- you proved AJ's point. Like you you're probably the only mis- person that will pick McDonald's burger over um, Five Guys because I'm with AG on this. Like, look, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die with some quality cow. And I'm a, I'm gonna take all that grease. I'm gonna know what the fuck it is too. So as I'm having a heart attack, I'm not going. Oh, whatever that secret shit y'all put in that processed meat <laughs> McDonald's got me. I'm gonna be like, nah, man, that heifer got me. That big ass, that big ass heifer I ate at Five Guys got me. See, I guess the way I see it is, McDonald's, McDonald's is that slow road death. Like, but if I'm just ready to go, yeah, then I go. That's why I go to Five Guys twice a year. Because I feel like, you know what? I'm ready to go now. And five guys, are, they'll do it. Oh my and that's, it's fine. Hey, it tastes good. No, no front. I mean, when you can pick up the burger and you can see the grease come out of it as you're eating it and hope you don't get it on your clothes. I mean, that's a good ass burger. No lies. No lies here. All right. Uh, one more question for Moby. Look, man. How come Georgia just hasn't been ranked number one all season? This is stupid. What in the um, world? First of all, I told you a couple weeks ago that Georgia is going to be ranked number one until the national championship game because as of right now, they are the national champions. I don't look at random rankings. like I hey, am asking you a serious football question, man. And, and I, I'm going to tell you, this, the serious question is like, because there are a lot of haters out there and there are a lot of fans of other teams that have done more winning historically than Georgia. Like if Alabama had our resume, it wouldn't even be no question. They'd be number one. Like they, they just want anybody else to be number one other than Georgia. And I can't blame them because like, I know most of my life I've rooted for losers. So I'm, I'm aware, I'm, I'm aware but at the same time, <laughs> like, losers. I'm just saying at the same time, like, it is what it is. Like, look, everybody was saying all week, I was hearing people say how Tennessee could put up points and, and Georgia's offense hadn't shown anything. And I was just like, all right, shit real when you got them goons out there playing defense on you for real. Like, the one, the, the one, thing, the one thing I know about Georgia, like, even though we lost a whole bunch of people to the NFL, there was a whole bunch of motherfuckers that's trying to go to the NFL this year too. Well, that's all I'm saying. Because and Stetson Bennett is is I. I mean, look, I, I keep, I, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna say, man, like Stetson Bennett got that. Look, if you're not gonna be super talented, because I don't think he's super talented, but if you're not gonna be super talented, you got to be a cool ass motherfucker. And and just seeing the way his teammates interact with him and and at the interview and they was like, Hey, you know, there's a lot of people talking that noise and he was like, Hey man, we feel like we the national champions and before you go and say do something, you gotta come see us. When he said that, I said, Okay, I get it. I get why he's been the star and quarterback because somebody <laughs> said, Look, 
if you ain't gonna be the most talented you gotta at least walk around like your dick the biggest and clearly he be walking around like his dick the biggest i mean dude make plays i mean you can say what you want to say dude make plays hey he made look i've said he's gonna go down as a great college quarterback but i i mean look i don't know what it is about our coaching staff we love the least talented quarterbacks but i guess the least talented quarterbacks have the most charisma and i mean that dude clearly got charisma you think jake Fromm had charisma nah i I think jake Fromm was just like the coach's insecurities all wrapped into one because he looked at because he looked at all these other super talented quarterbacks that we recruited because we had fields and you know we've had like three nfl quarterbacks that you know transferred I to other he went there before he transferred yeah, to we had like, yeah we had three nfl quarterbacks that transferred to other places and i think kirby looked at him and was like you know if i play them i gotta win because if i don't win <laughs> i gotta win <laughs> but if i if i stick jake Fromm out there who makes good decisions and i can say he doesn't turn the ball over like if we lose i can be like it's jake from dog like what you i did the best i could so like i, I feel like he was the coach's insecure i feel like bennett's that too bennett's bennett just happens to have a little swag with his insecurity well george is a better team also oh yeah yeah when you got a historical defense you can have um jim mcmahon be your quarterback wow you, that's you, cool. you, you, you can have uh, Hey, Jim McMahon is I feel like, though. Yes, I, I, feel, I feel like Jim McMahon, Stetson Bennett, very accurate <laughs> as far as like a, a comparison. You well, know, ain't, that, ain't that talented? Got a lot of charisma. Whole bunch of black people playing defense for him that really like him. He ain't wrong. <laughs> he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. I mean, because because I, I was like looking at Tennessee beat up on Alabama, which I don't think this is a very good Alabama team. Plus, they're undisciplined. And I said, you know what? I know they got Georgia coming up. If Tennessee's for real, they'll beat Georgia because I don't know why Georgia wasn't ranked number one throughout to start with, preseason also. So I'm like, okay. So the game come up, I still have to see it. I haven't, I haven't seen it, but um, ain't much, to, ain't much to see. So was it was it a route? Because I didn't I mean, know the score. I didn't know the score. Nah, it, it it was it was pretty dominant though. Okay. Uh, and then once it started raining, like Tennessee really didn't have no chance. Okay. Was this was this happening in Georgia? Or was this in Tennessee? It was in Georgia. Okay. Okay, so this is Athens. Okay, well, like I said, man, I wanted to ask you a question because it's been baffling me all year. And I just don't know why they keep toying around with with Georgia's ranking in particular. It's because it's Georgia. And even though last year happened, it doesn't negate like the last, I don't know, 15 years of Georgia. So people are still like, hey, yeah, Georgia did it last year, but they still Georgia. Like they, they still good at blowing, you know, blowing games and being the most talented losers they still good at that okay i'll have to accept that because that's, i feel like that's exactly what's going on because if you don't i mean i'm not a, i can't judge football like y'all can but the, the idea passed my eye test i'm like okay the only thing i'll say is georgia gave Hendon and hooker virginia tech flashbacks ouch he he thought he was back at virginia tech it, 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 yeah, they whooped his ass. It, it, I mean, nah, he was just like, bruh, like he that off those offensive dots in front of him um didn't look the same. I mean, it was offensive line all year, and then they played Georgia and turned into some offensive dots. Yeah, yeah, it was not <laughs> it was not literally like I like I mean, like I said, man, the dog th- the dude thought he was playing at Virginia Tech again. And it was yeah, it was bad. But you know, 
Georgia, I mean, Moby's right, man. Georgia, Georgia ain't gonna get no respect, and they're not gonna get respect until they recreate Alabama. And they still might not get respect there because Nick Saban's still all around. So who knows, man? But yeah, that if Georgia doesn't win a national championship this year, I mean, something bad happened. Like the bus flipped over, or the plane didn't make it, or they were late for the game, so they lost by, you know, by a forfeit or something. There's no team in the country that can beat Georgia. And they're talking about Oregon. Uh, uh, I'm hold a Georgia on, on, fan. A I don't feel like that. You well, should. Who can I beat them, man? I mean, for real, who can beat them? Hold on. Anybody can beat. There, there's a lot of top break teams that can beat Georgia. The problem is you got to be able to. It's like Mike Tyson punch out. You got to be able to withstand that initial first round of that defense coming out there and kicking your ass. If you can get past that and not be down by two touchdowns, you got a chance. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? I would say probably the most prolific offense in college football right now is Oregon. And they mollywhopped them in the first game of the season. I think they scored three Oregon scored three points. And Oregon is beating people like they look at them like this is Georgia. Once again. We whooping Georgia's ass just, just, until just they like get I, back to Georgia. Just like I said, like that game was over but like at midway but point in the off, first quarter. Nah, like, you know that, shit was, that shit was over when they got off the bus, yo. Like, it was that bad. Well, it, everybody on paper knows how to beat Mike Tyson, but there's only a handful of dudes that actually did it. So, hey, man, there's no get, one in the country that can beat Georgia. If you want to downplay it, be Moby. Well, no, you, no, no. I'm, I'm not downplaying it. My, my thing is, I know when Georgia plays, if, if Georgia plays Alabama, mm-hmm. I know they have a trump card, which is they have a coach and we have a coach that has shown that he's scared of Nick Saban. How can you be scared of Nick Saban when you beat him for the, the title? You beat He beat him for the title, but his record against Nick Saban is not very good. And he's had the most talented team like out of the last six or seven matchups. He Bro. coaches ultra conservative against Saban. Well, that's and, 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 and that's what's happened a lot. Let me help you out with this. You won't see Alabama in the SEC championship game. That shit ain't happening. Unless LSU decides they don't feel like playing no more. And then number two, I mean, once again, you have a Georgia team who is, I, I, there are very few weaknesses on that team. And then on top of that, literally the one team that wants them more than anybody in the country, they molly them 49-3. to three. Like, they didn't get out the breaks. They didn't do nothing. And ever since they beat Oregon... Oregon has been beating people like they owe them money from generations. It's just not even close. Like they're beating people with average like 45 to 10. All because of Georgia whooping that ass in the first game of the season. Once again, I think Georgia is the most talented defense. They're probably the most talented team outside of wide receiver and, and quarterback. I'm just saying, I don't think they, I don't think they're invincible. They don't need to be invincible to win that championship. I, look, I didn't, I still, they still would be my pick to win national champion, but I, I'm not, I wouldn't bet like the house on it. I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, they're clearly going to run away with it. I just wouldn't. The, the, last year, last year, I confidently said that all year. When we were, we would be, I was confidently saying, hey, Georgia's going to beat everybody because they, they were like head and shoulders 
more talented than everybody else. I don't think that separation is that great this year. They I think def- I think defensively it is, but I still don't think the defense this year is anywhere close to what it was last year. And last, last year it was historical. Yes, last year they lost a close game to Alabama, and they came back and beat Alabama by like fifteen. Well, they they were way better than Alabama. Exactly. I mean, shit happens sometimes, but there's I don't think there's a team that can be close. All and right. You're right, and you're right. You got you got Stetson Bennett and a whole bunch of receivers that I have no idea who they are, and somehow they're throwing up forty points a game. You got a defense that's crushing everybody's souls. Georgia then, ain't throwing up forty points a game. You know what? It feels like it. <laughs> God knows, it freaking feels like it because they're beating the hell out of everybody. Nobody can't get out the blocks. So, yeah. And that's you, our college update for the day. You, you be such a prisoner of the moment sometimes, Ruben. What are you talking about, man? Such a prisoner the, the, of the moment. This game was like the closest game they played all season. And they still mollywhopped Tennessee by like 28. Okay. We'll, we'll just move on. I mean, am I wrong? Y- you are. But I don't feel like going into it. We'll, we'll just move on. We don't, we, we're don't. we not the college football analysis show. So, it's all right. Awesome. <laughs> this is AG's fault. So it is. I'm sorry. It's okay. Could be worse. Um. All right. So we're gonna get some real talk. So today, I decided that I want to read some stuff to everybody, and then we'll go from there. All right. Number one. You shall have no other gods before me. Number two, thou shalt not make any make unto thee any graven images. Number three, thou shalt not make take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Number four, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Number five, honor your father and mother. Number six, thou shalt not kill. God wants us to protect human life. Number seven. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Number eight, thou shalt not steal. Number nine, thou shalt not bear false witness. Ten, thou, excuse me, you shall not covet. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, those were the Ten Commandments. And I get that. Before we even say it, yes. Everybody keeps saying that this country is built on the principles of God and everything else. But yes, you are correct. All of us don't serve the same deity so let's just take that away for a second and I want to read something else amendment one freedoms petitions assembly amendment two right to bear arms amendment three quartering of soldiers amendment four search and arrest amendment five rights in criminal cases amendment six right to a fair trial Amendment 7, rights in civil cases. Amendment 8, bail, fines, and punishment. Amendment 9, rights retained by the people. And Amendment 10, states' rights. Now, those are the Bill of Rights. And of course, we don't talk about things in a, in a spiritual way because everybody does serve the same deity. But if you are an American whether you're uh, 
100% red-blooded American or whether you're a naturalized citizen. Those are the Bill of Rights that we're all supposed to go through. What do these two things have in common? It's very simple. They get all broken on a daily basis by everybody. And it's interesting because I love it when people talk about, well, you know, in God we trust. And, you know, we do things based on whatever, you know. Last time I checked, I read the Bill of Rights. I mean, Congress shouldn't make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting a free exercise thereof. And it's more stuff here. Yo, man, it does not say that religion is part of our government. And on top of that, it does not say that religion is the reason why we do things in our government. So, like, it kills me when, like, even the in God we trust on the money thing is so, like, played and incorrect. You know, they on purpose basically set it up. So, hey, this is not about religion. This is about rules. You know, we follow these rules for everybody because when we were across the water, we were the slaves. We were the people getting picked on, had no rights. So when we come here to this quote unquote free country, everybody is fair. Everybody has the same rights as everybody else. And then, of course, they made more amendment, amendments later on about suffrage and, um, you know, black people will not be enslaved, all this other stuff. But here's the thing that kills me, man. It's like we have one group. We have Republicans and Democrats and independents. And we have one group that says, you know, socialism is bad. We shouldn't we shouldn't run our life on socialism. Stuff like that, you know. You know, the Republicans are like, not nah, socialism, socialism, socialism. That's all that, you know, the word, you know. However, what just happened recently, earlier this year, um, yeah, somebody lost their right to to choose, you know, for abortion. Last time I checked, um, that is not a rule such as, hey, don't cross the street. You know, last time I checked, that's part of socialism. Just saying, just saying. Yet, we had to listen for eight years. <laughs> we had to listen for eight years about how socialism is bad, and that's what we get. Look, all I'm saying is don't sit here and be like, well, God said this and our state said this and then you turn around and we are doing the exact opposite. Everybody. It's not one person. It's not two people. It's everybody. So all I'm going to say is glass house, man. Glass house. Go vote. 
And that's all I got in real talk today. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So the landing of the plane for that was go vote? I thought so. Yes. <laughs> nice. I thought you was about to take it to some like profound, deep thing, and then you just went, go vote. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I thought it was pretty good. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I thought he was going somewhere where he was about to go real deep, and he was like, nah, man, let's go vote. Yeah. I mean, my God, it's, it's that simple, man, because we're out here. He read the commandments, Bill of Rights, and it was like, hey, you know what? Vote. Because everybody out here believes in one or the other. And if you believe in... Actually, I don't know if everybody out here believe in one or the other. Well, excuse me. They talk like they do. Of course. The most Christian people believe in the Ten Commandments, yet they're out here cup, they're out here slaying with somebody else where their married partner is at home. You know? I mean, it, it ain't even that, man. People, people, I mean, people love to pick and choose on the Bible, man. That's, exactly. That's, I'm just like simple stuff. You know, we can't do ten simple things. Well, I'm surprised well, if, the country. If God is writes running. it, it's probably not simple. He wrote it for a reason. Just letting you know. I mean, he wrote it, and I mean, somebody pro- changed problem it. With, over the years. problem with the Ten Commandments is we we put a ranking system on it. So, like, you know, people people like talking about other people's sins, like their sins are, yeah. are, are lesser than, even though. You know, there's a specific scripture where the James two ten, if you're guilty of one sin, you're guilty of them all. Yeah, there's no there's no value system, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't get us start preaching up here. All I'm saying is, yeah, you we're sin, not qualified. Not at all. <laughs> um, all I'm saying is, you sit here and you preach about, you talk about one thing, one group, one ten, and then you talk about the other ten, and then you combine them when it, you feel it's mutually exclusive exclusive and you can't so everybody i'm just saying learn your people you gotta do what you gotta do what's best for you so like hey go vote and then we'll revisit this next year when we're looking at the same shit so that's all i got all right so we got a little hey ladies tonight let's go Hey, ladies, this time is, is uh, about child support. This is a little pet peeve of mine. Um, power with no responsibility for me because I'm sitting here trying to figure out how a woman can tell me anytime she gets ready or not that she's pregnant with my child. I don't have any kids. I'm just saying, and, and, you know, for example. You don't know that. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Stop being funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and no kids here, buddy. Just saying. You're and my dad. You know, you have the power to tell me I'll never see my kids again. And I still gotta pay. Okay. I just think that if you are gonna have that kind of juice, then if you're gonna tell, especially with the heavy diet of I don't need no man. You have got to be able to tell me from a lawful standpoint that with those kind of decisions, then you forfeit any child support. Because right now I feel as though, I did say feel on purpose, but I feel as though women can do anything they want to do 
and I still have to pay. Not only to take care of a child, like I don't have a child. I'm going to ask this as Mo B is the only one on the show that has one or actually has two. But, you know, he's the only one that has children. So he understands how much they cost. But I find women that get, the you know, your average child support court ordered, they use that money for themselves to live, which I'm like, so I'm still supporting you. That's I thought that was alimony. So from that perspective, I'm kind of setting the table to ask y'all how you feel about that. I don't know if we got enough time. <laughs> can, you, can you kill him in five minutes? Because no, we don't have enough time. We can talk about this all night. But like I said, my thing is so much power without equal responsibility where men have all responsibility and seemingly no power in this particular situation. So I'm going to open it up to the floor and comments. What's up? Ruben, please go first. Wow. <laughs> he wants to back clean up. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not even that. It's, it, it's just like, I don't, I got so much to say and I got to make sure I say it in, in a way that not because I'm worried about how somebody's going to take it, but I, I want to say it in a way that actually gets my my belief about it in a poignant way. So if you're going to be mad at my stance, you're going to be mad at what I actually mean and not what you interpret. You know that's like a pipe dream, right? Yeah, I know it's impossible, but I'm going to do the best I can. Okay. All right, Ruben, go ahead. What you think, man? So it's like this. I actually have two... I used to feel one sort of way real strong about it, but recently I've kind of changed my mindset on it just because I know probably more um, single parents than I thought I would. Um, and their, you know, in their um, conversations about, you know, child support, no child support, whatever, whatever. So first of all ag i will say you know probably one of the biggest things about um child support is you really just don't know where the money's going you really don't i would almost rather have an itemized list of what i need to go buy and i just go buy it um so that's that's one of the things but then here's the here's the other thing i will say i will say a lot of it just depends on the woman you know because there are some women out here who are just like look I want child support to make sure we're taken care of blah 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 but she got a job you know and the money goes to the child or children like it should then you got some people out here who you you know you give them child support and their hair and their nails done every week um you know, and then you have people who don't do child support because they're just like, when we need stuff, he get he takes care of it without question. He or she takes care of it without question. So I, I think that I think with child support should come parameters. And I think that's the issue. The issue is there's no real parameters with child support. So like even even receiving any type of government assistance has parameters. And child support, there are no parameters other than how much 
you got to pay, you know, percentage of your check and all that every month. That's really the only parameters you have. Because, you know, when it's all said and done, I wouldn't care about child support if I knew exactly where my money was going. You know? But, but that's, and that's the devil or the woman that you deal with. Or the person that you deal with. That's what that is, man. It, it ain't nothing nobody can do about that. If that person is, you know, a Kanye West gold digger, then you already know she ain't got no job and you paying for everything in life and the kid gets barely enough to live. But if you know she got sense and you know, you know, she's still trying to do her own thing and y'all just can't be together, but the child is first between y'all, everything's kind of different. So, but I would say parameters should be involved. I think they should put parameters in, in child support. I think that whoever has a child or children, yo, man, this money's for the kids, a.k.a., you know, you need to get a job. You need to be required to have a job. I don't care where you work. You got to work. And if this money goes to, if this money goes to, like, you know, if I got to pay extra because you working and the kid got to go to daycare, just so be it. Like, at least I know my money's going to somewhere where my kids will be safe. And my kids will be taken care of. I mean, we got parent, we got parents leaving their kids in a damn house by themselves. So that's the way I feel about it. I don't have children either, but you know, if somebody knocked on my door is like, hey dad, I would look at them and be like, Don't talk to me. Let me go get a lawyer and we doing a blood test before we have any other conversation. And then on top of that, you ain't getting no money. Because if you like 26, I ain't paying you shit. Like, it ain't happening. That's what I'm talking about. Because there should be a statute of limitations on that. It's not fair for a child to be kept away from somebody for an extended period of time. And then you got to pay back child. Kind of game in the system, dumbass shit is that. So, that's my thoughts on it. Sure. Mo B, piss everybody off. No, I'm not. I'm not I, don't, I don't think I'm going to piss everybody off. But... I am, I'm not gonna get everything I want to say out, so I'm gonna try to try cliff notes this bitch. Um, so the problem with child support, as I see my my personal opinion, and and just like you, my views on child support have changed as I've got older. But the problem with child support is the fact that there's a third party involved anyway, because once the third party became a party. We, we turned children into transactions and right. not children into, you know, a responsibility. Now, I'd also like to preface by saying, unfortunately, child support and all the laws and rules that, that come attached to it are really there for the minority and not for the majority. And, and what I mean by that is, like, if, if, you, if you have society and if you have everybody tell you that you know child support is the only way most men take care of their responsibilities with children which is in my opinion i feel like a falsehood i don't think that is true i do think there probably are a lot of neglectful dads out there i mean not probably i know that there are a lot of neglectful dads out there but there are also a lot of piss poor mothers out there as well and and nobody likes to say that because it makes us feel bad to say anything negative about a woman you know being a, a bad mom 
that's like the ultimate insult you can give any woman is saying she's a bad mom it's okay to call a dad a, a piece of shit ain't shit nigga but you you can't say nothing negative about a mom unless you got thousands of receipts and even then you're gonna have millions of people willing to cater for it. that's just how i feel other people might disagree with me whatever but the major problem with the system in itself um I, see, I feel what you're saying, Ruben, like you wish you knew where the money was going and everything. But I don't think fundamentally that's the problem. Fundamentally, the problem is somebody telling somebody how much money their child is worth. And and the fact that nobody sees it that way is, is appalling to me. It's like the court is saying how much money your child is worth based on what you make. And it, it totally neglects the other aspects of parenthood it basically makes it seem as if parenthood is just something that you can buy and, and because the system is that way women have started to treat it that way and by default some men have started to treat parenthood that way in itself is you know so when you add a third party in it you're automatically going to mess up the dynamic now your point ag when you say women talking about being independent and all this and you know either way he's got to pay there actually is a fundamental i actually do have a fundamental issue with the fact that I, I get on the back end and in the long run um women typically take the brunt especially in single parent homes women take the brunt of responsibility for doing a lot of things by themselves when you're a single mom and because of that we treat every woman as if they should be under that umbrella of independence and, and the truth of the matter is every woman don't deserve to be praised for that because not every woman is is doing that by themselves for noble reasons some of it's because they just being a bitch some of it is because like you know maybe their dad really ain't shit but we when it comes to relationship issues we as a society and typically don't give any woman any blame for anything negative in a relationship meaning if i were to get somebody pregnant they say hey you got her pregnant it's your responsibility to step up and pay for this things cool but she fucked me too she made it so so if you if as a woman you are that dude's six baby mama you have five other red flags there before you decided that it was cool to engage in a sexual transaction with this individual so then i don't feel like i should necessarily feel sympathetic for you because you're like hey he got me pregnant and then abandoned me well he did that to the other five chicks you knew about too and you made a choice like when when it comes to sexual transactions between men and women all the negative consequences in the long run do go to the women i i 100 go there i won't say i'm not i'm not trying to say women don't have it their own difficulties but when it comes to bearing the responsibility for a sexual interaction and who gets blamed when something goes wrong that's like 90 percent always going to fall on the guy because when they say you got her pregnant it's really weird to me because it's like unless i raped her or forcibly made her do it which is rape then i didn't get her pregnant we did something together that resulted in a pregnancy Preach. but we don't but we don't treat it that way Preach. so so 
when it comes to child support there's so many avenues like you know i, I hate to to replay the dave Chappelle joke because a lot of people hate it but when he said hey if if you want the right to abort it i should at least have the right to neglect it and and, and that rubs a lot of women's the wrong way because women say well my body you know it's my body i should have control over well what if we did the same thing with sperm like hey that was my sperm i didn't want it to be used to impregnate you so hey i need you to do away with that we don't get to do that and, and i understand why i'm not i'm not being naive here i understand why i don't have to bear with it for nine months it's not going to cause me you know once that nuts out of me it's not going to cause me any other health problem except for the 18 years i gotta deal with your dumb ass now <laughs> you ain't wrong now. Ain't wrong. No, it's not. Speak on it, my brother. But but yeah, so so I don't have a problem with child support as his. I have the problem with the fact that we feel so desperately that we need a child support system. And once again, I, I start off by saying the the rules and laws are built for the minority, not the majority. Because I do believe that most people have good intent with trying to raise their kids. Like, I, I've just seen it. Have I seen some ancient dads? Hell yeah. Do I, I don't deal with those dudes because I, I don't have much respect for you. Have I seen some mothers that I would, you know, not call the most motherly? Yes. And you see what I did there? I couldn't even go hardcore on insulting her because I got the same bias everybody else got. Nobody wants to say a woman's a bad mom even though we know the reality of it is that not everybody's a good mom that's a that's a statistics thing like if if we're gonna be human like everybody can't be great so if, if everybody ain't a great mom there's some shitty ass moms out there but we don't like talking about them we only like talking about the shitty ass dads so um for all the shitty ass dads out there fuck you and, and fuck them shitty ass moms too you know what i'm saying so i want to be even about that but no, nah, like like I said, child support is a real complicated thing. There is no perfect system, but unfortunately, I think the system adds more divisiveness than than solving problems. I mean, you know, the other the other thing we can all do as men, it just hey, just like they used to say in the um the late '80s, early '90s, man, make sure you put on that Jimmy hat. No, nah, no. Nah. Can, can I take it a step further and sound like an old judgy dude? But no, nah, the, the problem with um, our divisiveness now when it comes to the child support issue is there was a lyric that Common had. He said, there's a whole bunch of women that can say they're moms and not many of them can say that they're wives. Like, yo, you got to make a good choice before you impregnate somebody. And woman, you got to make a good choice before you allow somebody to impregnate you. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that everybody has to be married before you have kids or anything. I'm just saying, before you take that step, I'm not saying mistakes don't happen. Ac uh, not mistakes, because nobody wants to be called a mistake. I'm not saying accidents don't happen. But I'm saying if, if we focused a little bit more on vetting the people we were... Um, impregnating we'd have a lot less long run issues just saying I mean nothing wrong with that I didn't, I didn't have a kid out of wedlock on purpose yeah and Nick Cannon got 11 <laughs> of <them>, so <laughs> yo man just 
hey do your due diligence you know do your research oh don't do, do when you say do your research it just every time i hear somebody say do your research i just think negative things no no i mean like you know because negative it, research is kind of like a charge thing that people use during the pandemic about the vaccine so every time i hear do your research i'm like oh really you out here doing experiments too in your basement no 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 it's going like, <laughs> listen, hey man all i've said is the easy experiment man if you know a woman has five kids you know she fertile if a woman has five kids, based on what we were just talking about, she doesn't deserve anything that you have. Keep it moving. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a y'all, y'all may y'all missed the thing. If a woman has five kids, that is not a disqualifier in my opinion. Now, if she got four baby uh, daddies, that is. That is. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's kind of the, that's, that's what I said that because that's kind of the context that you set up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I said that. Yeah, but but that's why I wanted to be specific. I ain't saying you know you have kids that makes you disqualified. Oh, no, no. I mean, my wife has three. I'm just saying the way you set it up, we know who he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, most definitely, man. Because you got <laughs> so five Nick kids. Cannon is disqualified. <laughs> yeah, you have five kids, five no, baby no, see, daddies. I, I'm not saying that Cannon is disqualified, but once you become like his eighth baby mama, you shouldn't be coming to the courts like with a handout saying I, I, I want money too, because it's like, hey baby, like yeah, Nick no Cannon, Nick it, Cannon is clear about what he about. He you about raw dogging and, and and shooting up clubs, yep. and <laughs> that's what clubs. he do. <laughs> I mean, he's got three more on the way, man. I mean, I'm just like, bro. Like, if hey. Nick Cannon pull out a condom, you being punked. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? The good thing about that is he's he got enough money to support all that. So, and you did you did exactly what I just said is the problem with it. Like we have resulted, we we have turned in parenthood as a father with, do you have enough money? When when actually, if you if you really list out all the things that your father did for you to help you become the person you are money of them was just kind of like the baseline because basically as long as you have as long as you have enough money to have the roof in it but what what a parent should do it should be, be well above what financially they did for you but no, I'm, I wasn't saying that as a negative rule. I'm just saying, like, you do the same thing that most people do, which is like, oh, at least you got enough money to take care of all them kids. Like, yo, there's a lot more than taking care of kids and money. Because, like, hey, 50 Cent got a lot of money, but based on the way he talk about being a parent, I feel like he a shitty-ass fucking dad. But he got a lot of goddamn money. But I guess the reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, you, go, you about to have 11 kids. Man, there's only seven days in a week. There's only 24 hours in a day. And, you know, you need to make sure that you should be f- there for them both in spirit and physical. But 11 kids is a lot of damn money. Hey, but Nick trying to have his whole tribe with him, though. He ain't trying to have his kids away. He trying to. He trying to big love that joint? Yeah, he, he trying to have his own Nickelodeon studio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, and that's all I'm saying with it, man. He's sure sliming a lot of those women. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, hey. Yeah, sliming in them. Yeah, you're right. But they, but they know he's going to shoot up the club. So skeet, they skeet, want skeet. it. All day, all day. Cool. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get long-winded on that. My bad. No, that's exactly that's what I want you to do. That's why I put it out as a question. I was, I was trying to get short with it, but that, that's that's a real complicated 
topic. All right. We good, AG? Yeah, that's what I wanted. Yes, sir. Awesome. So the boys talk still talking about food. They really are. They hadn't talked about anything that we've discussed in the last 20 minutes. Until Nick Cannon. You say Nick Cannon and everybody knows. Everybody <laughs> wants to get up in on well, that. No, thing. actually, somebody mentioned Nick Cannon, and then we started talking about Nick Cannon. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a lot of McRibs. Oh, God damn it. You, you know what, Nick Cannon? If you give your kids McRibs, you should be put in jail. That is child abuse, and that shit's against the law. You're not wrong. <laughs> damn it. All right. So last week, um, Moby was a little under the weather, and he was supposed to do a rendition of Rise, Rise and Shine. So this week, he is going to bring us his Rise and Shine. Can't wait. Bring it. All right. So, you know, I, I know um, a lot of people have probably expected me to do an AG segment and wanted me to do Hey Ladies. And I did. I won't, I won't put none of my name in a hat already. And, and that's cool. But, I mean, I have a little bit more depth and range than that, I think. I, I don't want to be known as the person that just basically slams women because I, I don't want to slam women even though sometimes it's easy to do like Florida yeah I, I don't want to lay up so I want to do a rise and shine and there was a whole bunch of things going on in the public right now that actually inspired me to talk about the rise and shine and, and, and the rise and shine of today is going to be black people stop being stop being distracted by the bright lights now what I'm saying is Ruben so poignantly brought up all his points and then so eloquently wrapped it up with go vote and truth the truth is most of these complicated issues have very simple solutions like go vote I mean I'm not saying that it's going to solve all problems but you know you ain't going to have no problem solved while you just sitting and bitching about random issues bitching don't solve nothing so there's a whole bunch of people out here in our community and I'll say the, the black and brown community that have, have selected their martyrs of the month so we've got Kanye West being I shouldn't say supported by the black community but we really do like to cape for, the, for, for Kanye West because we're celebrity worshippers that's what our culture does I mean tell me I'm wrong but like if Kanye West was some nigga that worked at Walmart talking the stupid shit he's talking now, wouldn't none of y'all motherfuckers be out here saying, but you see these businesses didn't drop him when he was saying the black people that slavery was a choice. None of y'all would say that. Y'all be like, hey, that's that dumbass nigga that be stocking at Walmart and we don't pay attention to him. Kyrie Irving comes out here and promotes and whether he said he promoted it or not, he put a link to a video basically slamming the Jews and we go hey that's his opinion and we always get so uptight about Jewish people and why he gotta lose you know all these Nike contracts and stuff like that if he have said something about the black community these people wouldn't have been dropping them yes but this is a damn distraction like none of this shit matters Kanye West don't matter Kyrie Irving don't matter you know what does matter the fact that the Republicans are about to sweep this midterm election and things like Roe v. Wade have already been taken away. Voter rights have been more restricted this year than 
ever before and you think by electing some more republicans and they gonna get even more restricted please you might as well go say that college dropout album is gonna come back out in 2024 and kanye west gonna start hitting you with some hot fire tracks again shit ain't never happening again the shit's gone it's over with through the wire is never gonna happen again jesus walks never gonna fucking happen again kanye west wearing some clothes that look like they make sense never gonna fucking happen again it's not gonna happen Kyrie Irving showing up to work on time all the time. Never gonna happen. That nigga love not coming to work. So <laughs> please stop being distracted by celebrity worship and issues that don't fucking matter to your life because that's what the media likes putting in front of you, especially when it involves black people. Think about this. How many black people running for midterm elections have you seen on TV? And then how many times have you heard about this Kanye West and Kyrie Irving situation? Black people, don't be distracted by shiny shit. Go vote. Well, all right. Preach. <laughs> that ain't gonna never happen again. <laughs> Kanye wears some clothes that make sense. That ain't gonna never happen again. Come on, man. Y'all know them Yeezys ugly as fuck. Them shit's ugly, yeah. I thought it was me. Because I, I saw them a ain't couple years ago and I was like, wow, people buying these? But I thought it was just me. So you I know how ugly your shoes got to be for K Swift for, for fucking Skechers to kick you out. You know how motherfucking ugly your shoes got to be for Skechers to be like, nah, those ain't hitting. But bro. like you just said, man, we caping for this dude. People were buying those shoes, man. It was a it was a pretty good seller for Adidas. You know why they? No, not a pretty shoes? good seller. It was a great seller well, for Adidas. Yeah, he I'm made a, he made a lot of money for Adidas. So look, man, the reason why I was saying so because I, I did some research myself. The shoes are like hella expensive, and it's just like iPhones, man. It's a that's all it takes. That's all it takes, man. If you make that's something it. expensive, one, gotta have on. it. You, well, you act like the iPhone them. has no substance. These shoes are like, are you serious? Yeah, when the iPhone first came out, it had zero substance. It sure did. It was on an inferior network. It had inferior capabilities. It was slow. The camera was trash. The processor was trash. The only thing it had on it was an Apple that was bitten on the back of it and an all shiny touchscreen that Samsung could distribute it to them. Yep. <laughs> bought that I shit like it was agree. gold. <laughs> the last, the last phone I had before that was a BlackBerry. I was impressed. I mean, once again, I, hey, and that BlackBerry that you had before that iPhone was well more capable of doing things than that iPhone. The iPhone looked cooler. No, actually, it wasn't. <sighs> I don't know what BlackBerry you had. Then. I, I had the well, one from Nextel when it was Nextel. Well, yeah. but here's the thing, man. Apple gave you a bigger screen. They made it in color, and they made it so you can see your friends. If they got it, the same damn phone. Okay, that's I'm all they did, saying, man. It, you can say what you want about. Now, now, iPhone, I'm not saying Apple like, hasn't progressed since then, but yeah. I mean, we, we're simply talking about the first one that got yeah. released that made AT and T's reputation shit because we had to put everybody on this old inferior network that we were trying to get everybody off of, and then everybody started saying how well AT and T's network sucked. No, it didn't. The fucking phone sucked, and fucking it was using the old sucked. ass network. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just, but because. It was a thousand dollars. I gotta have it. Everybody's gotta have it. And when you see stars and stuff who, ha- who have it, well, I gotta pay that much too. Yeah. Okay. And plus, let's be real. We've already talked about it. them Yeezy shoes are ugly as hell. Hell, but they three hundred some dollars. Oh, oh I thought everybody they were more got these. I thought they were. More I mean, there's there are special ones that are more than that. Okay. If you get it colored differently, I mean, all it's them shit selling for more now. Yeah. 
this shit's worth a shit ton of money because they don't make them no more. And God knows everybody's wearing them ugly ass shoes out. Hey, but let me get a shout out to Kyrie Irving, man, because like, no, <coughs> no, nah, nah, I got I to give a shout out to Kyrie Irving because oh. I didn't realize how much this motherfucker was going to help me in my pockets. Like, so Kyrie Irving doing this dumb shit. He's probably cost himself in the last two years, like $300 million. Cool. Ain't got shit to do with me. I don't really care. But Kyrie Irving getting supposedly dropped by Nike. Man, thank you, bro. Because we went shoe shopping for the girls and all the Kyrie Irvings are like on sale now. So, yo, instead of paying a hundred something for them jumps, we got them for like 60 for my girls. Yo, so Kyrie, man, you are a <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Them Jews might have a problem with you. And you know what I'm saying? I don't really rock with what the fuck you talking about. But hey, man, if you're going to keep saying stupid shit, so them Nikes that my daughter's like, you know, go on sale. Hey, man, do you, bro. Don't don't let that man tell you what to say. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow, this dude, this dude's taking this guy's life and making it cheaper for himself. I ain't mad at that. I, I didn't do anything with his life, but if he's going to no, do him. Hey, look, his life making it life cheaper for Black you. people like to cater for people. No, I like to defend people that help my way of life. And that shit did, that shit helped my pockets. So, <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. Kyrie, keep saying dumb shit. Thank you. No, nah, Kyrie, I'm not going to say keep saying dumb shit. Kyrie, keep being Kyrie, baby. Just keep being <laughs> Kyrie. Don't, don't let none of these haters, you know, deter you from losing money. Don't let none of these niggas tell you you got to show up for work. Don't do none of that shit, man. You 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 keep your unk earrings. You keep your trash hairline. You let your gray hair show in that little nappy ass fro. And you do your thing, bro. Do your thing. And, and you know what? Wink, wink. You right. You got it. Now, I ain't going to say you right. I'm going to say you got it. You got it. I don't know what it is, but it helped me um, not have to spend 120 on them um, Kyrie's the other or, day. Or, or tell them no. <laughs> 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 so, AG, what's on your mind, bro? What's on my mind was I started the show by saying I was tired. My place of work can be trifling. Those machines kick my ass. However, they pay me. I keep my wife healthy. I'm not mad at that. I could be unemployed. There are worse things than dealing with trifling machines. So, I feel blessed and grateful. That's what's on my mind. All right. All right. Sounds like a man who's trying to retract his statement, keeping his job. I love it. No, not trying to retract everything. It's just machines are trifling. <laughs> machines are trifling, but I still love my job. Thank you. Because, yeah. All right, Mo B, what's on your mind? Man, I'm tired. Um, you tired too? Damn, everybody tired around this bitch. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm tired. And, you know, I had a little mini flooding incident in my um, laundry room today. Oh, snap. So, Thanks to the water heater. Water heater. Ouch. Pressure valve um, failed on us. And, you know, got a little, had a little pond down there, a little river. What the dogs down there? Nah, they was outside mad that they couldn't come in. It was a good day, though. God damn. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, it's, but, you know, it, even though I'm tired, you know, and daylight savings time happened and I didn't even know that shit was happening. You didn't? And then, no, I didn't. I didn't, man. You got that extra hour of sleep, bro. Yeah, I mean, if you say so. And <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the good thing. And, and, you know, it's like 80 degrees in November for whatever reason. 
you know, I'm, I want to, what's really on my mind is the thing that's important, man. Fuck the McRib. <laughs> that's what's important. <laughs> I'm tired of y'all attacking me, man. I bared was, my I bared my soul and this is what I get. Hey man, look man, look we 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 all we all um everybody plays the fool sometimes. There's no I, exception to the rule. <laughs> but I'm the only one that admitted it. So I mean saying. look man, I I I fuck the McRib, man. I'm sorry. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying y'all give me a hard time cuz I ate one. I like I said I man, ain't giving you a hard time cuz you ate one. I'm giving you a hard time cuz you endorsed that shit. Like <laughs> You, 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 basically, you basically pulled a Kyrie Irving on the McRib. You basically what was like, "Well, I ain't, I ain't really endorse it." You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't make the McRib. You know what I'm saying? I just basically said it was the official sandwich of this show. But I mean, I don't have nothing to apologize for because I mean, I didn't make that processed meat and put it on a bun with onions and pickles and tell people it was good and you know, give people all types of nasty people cancer. Because I don't know if you really get cancer from eating the McRib, but if somebody told me the McRib gives you cancer, I'd believe him. Yeah, you'd probably be better off with a cigarette. Just saying. I'd, I'd like to say that after he said that shit about endorsing 5 and one McRib, I said that shit is nasty. Yeah, yeah Ruben I mean, wanted nothing to do with it, so yes. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Ruben, Ruben, I, I know, man. Like, but we ain't I, talking I, about I said, you, right? We ain't talking about you right now, man. You, you, can sit, <laughs> you can sit this one out. <laughs> you can sit this one out. <laughs> Just nasty, but hey, man, hey, oh, what's what's on my mind, bruh? I'm old as fuck, man. What are you talking about? Hey, man, do you realize like I've almost been married for an adolescent? Oh, you going to your thirteenth year, right? Yeah, man. Okay, I mean, why you? Why do they have to equate to each other? I mean, cause you you can't be married for a long time without getting old. I mean, you you've been married for a long time, but then that you, the first thing that's on your mind was I'm getting old. I'm old. Yeah, man. Look, if you would have asked twenty year old me with all of the the dreams and and the <laughs> ignorance and the fearlessness and the passion for life, like, hey, bro, you know you're gonna be forty and you're gonna be married for thirteen years with two kids and two dogs. Like and and you'd have told me this has been my life, I'd have been like, nah, all oh, that shit's for suckers. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be twenty something forever. I'm 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 gonna be out here slinging and banging safely forever. <laughs> safely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you really feel that way? Did you really feel that way? I mean, nah, because I just always equated like marriage and kids to like it being over. Ouch. but i wanted it to be over like that's a weird thing like i i'm not saying like i like from a kid i knew like yeah i want to be married and have kids one day but like that one day always seems like it's way far away like it just it just never seemed like it was something that was going to happen right then and then even even when i got married i was just like hey man this marriage is going to be great we're going to be honeymooning it up forever and then like a year and like some change later Kira came and I'm like hey man this cool we gonna be the cool parents that you know have kids but it don't affect us at all we gonna still be the the young parent man that shit dies down like as, as soon as the kid starts talking 
and and saying shit like as soon as she said Dada, I was like, fuck, man, I'm old as shit, man. Like, <laughs> I love and, then, and, then, and then and then I don't even remember the dreams I had when I was in my twenties, like, because I I know I used to have some cool ass dreams. I know, like, don't get me wrong, my life is fucking awesome, but I know, like, if I'd explained to twenty three year old me my life now. 23 year old me would have been like your life whack as fuck dog like <laughs> like dog you wear jeans that fit like we, bro you ain't wearing a 6x shirt no more like <laughs> you ain't trying to find some jabro jeans <laughs> you know where I, your fubu jersey at yo, like you know what i'm saying like fubu. did you have an 05 too <laughs> <laughs> Zero five, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, man. What's on your mind, man? Wow. Um, Well, between and there you have it. Show's over, folks. Ruben said, "Wow's on his mind." We out. (laughs) Fucking McRib, and we out of here. (laughs) McRib, baby. So, um, by time next week happens, voting will have happened, and we will know our fate. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I'm going to say is, you know, a lot of people say if you don't vote, you can't complain. Nah, I disagree with that. You can complain. But if you don't vote, that means you chose not to do anything. And that's what it is. It's that simple. You made that choice, not us. And so when you complain about stuff, hey, did you do your due diligence? Yes. Word. Do you do diligence? No. Well, alright. I mean, we just keep it pushing, man. Hey, luck is something that happens when you need it. But in the grand scheme of things, why are we dealing with luck when you don't have to? And team payback is 20 years old. No, I don't know team, how to feel about that. Team Payback is actually 19 years old. Yeah, that Team Payback is yeah. one year old. Yeah, because that's our last. They win shit. The Team Payback that you started, Dre, like we needed the next year to actually have a payback because we paid everybody with W's in that first year, bro. And, and we took all the L's. Hey man, normally I'm a I'm a fan of um, protect the innocent, but. Yeah, man. Nineteen years later, we got your ass, Pete. <laughs> you still, <laughs> you still holding on to that Pete robbery, man? Hey, man. He came to us first. He came to our face. He said he got something for you, big man. And I was just like, "What are you doing? Like, we don't hate you, but you hey, hated do you, us." Do you realize that was the first time I'd ever seen Pete? Yeah, probably. And, and do you know how confusing it was for six foot three? 300 pound me to have some white dude with some glasses point in my face and say we got something for you big man Bro. Do, you, do you know what part of me was like who the fuck is this guy like we had to pay back Dre's <laughs> debt man we're, we're out here paying back Dre's debts with interest and shit and then on top of all that shit we really had to embarrass him and come back and beat him and that's the game that you did that spin move on the ground which was insanity Saw the N one mixtape. Yeah, some cool shit. I mean, it was you messed him up. You messed his world up. <laughs> I swear, I think he cried after he lost that game. But maybe. I mean, we didn't cry. We was, I got hoarse because I was yelling too hard. But hey, man, 
Hey, control your own destiny. Because the only destiny we got is ours. It's that simple. So, once again, thank everybody for listening. Um, we are live Sundays, 9 p.m. Even with the time change. I don't mean that change. So, 9 p.m. East Standard Time on Sundays. A brand new live episode of 5-Minute Warning. And, of course, on Thursday, Friday, we drop the podcast version. Um, once again, if you want to listen to it, watch it later. Before then, you would always go to our YouTube page and watch it. <laughs> Thanks, Moco Cowboy. We thought the same thing, man. FP. Um, but, yeah, you know. Thank you to everybody who listened today. Thank you to Moby and AG, always up in, in the house as well. Um, once again, tell a friend, tell an, tell an enemy, just tell somebody about us. And as always, we will see you next Sunday. And with that being said, love, peace, hair grease, soul, and peace. After McRib. <laughs>or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.